0: there and welcome back to just chatting my name is mop and i'm your host and this week i was very delighted to have the opportunity to sit down with two fine people this is the first time we've ever had three people on the podcast and it was great it was nice to get some other opinions so thank you very much to captain howdy and to the rob logan for sitting down with me I'm going to just hop right into the interview because this is the longest we've ever done and there's a lot to cover, so I hope you enjoy and thank you for listening. We are here back again with Batman himself, the Rob Logan, and for the first time ever we are joined with two guests, we are here with Captain Howdy, a.k.a. Chris, as well. Welcome. Hello. Hi, both of you. How are you guys today?
1: Doing good. Not bad.
0: Good, good. So today is, again, the first time we've ever had three people on the podcast. So so people can figure out who you guys are. Why don't you say your name and talk about your stream a little bit? Rob, I guess people kind of know you, but... A little bit. <laughs> a little bit? I'm
2: Rob Logan. My stream name is The Geek Generation. And uh, I run a podcast network <laughs> that this show is a part of. Uh, and yeah, uh, twitch.tv slash the geek generation. Check it out.
3: Yeah,
1: uh, I guess it's my turn. Um,
3: <laughs> my name is,
1: uh, My name's Chris. Uh, I go by uh, Captain Audi pretty much everywhere on the Internet. I stream retro games on Twitch, usually from the mid to late 90s, early 2000s. And I also manage a uh, stream team full of retro uh, retro broadcasters called the Retro Variety Dream Team that I am also in. That Rob is also oh, part cool. of. Cool, yes.
0: I didn't know that, mm-hmm. but I love having people on here because I learn all these things about them. Yeah. cool. I actually was watching. I've seen The Exorcist like probably six times now because I uh, like I have all these friends and I'm like, oh, you haven't seen The Exorcist? We need to watch it. It's such a good <laughs> movie. And I never realized that Captain Howdy is in The Exorcist. Is that where your name is from?
1: It's funny. Yeah. So I used to, I used to usually try to make a username on a website match like my real name just because I found that to be easier. And uh, so on Twitch, I had a, a username previously and I had sort of like a really bad experience with somebody that I used to enjoy watching like all the time. Oh no. So I left. I stopped watching Twitch for, I don't know, like almost a year. And I decided that I kind of wanted to come back, but I didn't want to use the same name. And I was literally watching The Exorcist and that part towards the beginning where they're in the basement playing with the, uh, the Ouija board, Reagan and uh, Chris, her mother. And Chris tries to ask the, the Ouija board a question and it doesn't work or something. And uh, she's like, you really don't want me to play, do you? And Reagan says, no, Captain Howdy said no. I was like, boom, there's my name on Twitch. So it used to be Captain <laughs> Howdy said no. And I eventually abbreviated it and it just ended up like, I don't know, being like sort of eye-catching and unique. And so I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to, you know, keep this and and roll with it. And here we are a hundred years later.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I forgot you used to have that other part in it. That's cool. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I had this like, oh my God, that's where that (laughs) name's from kind of moment. I still have not
2: (laughs) seen The Exorcist. What? Rob, it's
0: October. You need to.
1: I hate horror movies so much. See, it's not like a horror movie, though. It's it's I would say it's more of like a like a psychological thriller, honestly, like 100 percent. OK.
0: Yeah. And it's it's like so old, but it's so good mm-hmm. still. Like it's it's better than horror movies now because it's like not just like everyone getting their heads chopped off. Like, right. You know. It's, yeah, it's it's so good. It's a,
1: it's a character study, really.
2: I'd say, okay, I'm going to go watch it, but I know that's not true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> go watch it. You should do like a, a movie night with your community. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> we'll just need to resurrect Random Movie Club again for one episode. There you <gasps> go.
0: I was going to say, Rob, have me on Random Movie Club, <laughs> and that's the movie I'm going to pick, and then you have to watch it.
3: <laughs> no.
0: No. <laughs> Sneaky, sneaky. So the reason that we are actually having three people on today was Twitch has made a ton of changes over the last uh, month? What, two months? Month and a half? Yeah. So we thought it would be cool to just get some opinions on the new stuff and kind of discuss that. And there's some features that people don't know about yet, I think. so. That's kind of cool and just uh, so we have a list we'll kind of go over for you guys and Yeah. Lots of cool new features. So the first thing that I noticed that people haven't really taken advantage of is the color box behind your like video. Mm. I don't know what to call that. It has a name, but color panel behind video. (laughs) It's kind of like color
2: branding in a way. Yeah,
0: yeah. So like my logo and everything is teal. And so I put mine to teal and it's um Behind line. You can find it in your dashboard, and then when people hover over your video, it uh it pops up and it's pretty cool. It's in your channel settings.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Um and so many people still have theirs defaulted
1: to purple. I judge people that haven't updated theirs yet. <laughs> what if someone wants that purple?
0: That's true.
1: <laughs> and you're judging No. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you're not allowed.
1: <laughs> That's Twitch's purple. Excuse you.
0: <laughs> Choose a different purple. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> A different shade. But I only knew about it because someone was like, hey, Mop, you should change your thing. And I was like, what? Because I don't think I would have noticed, honestly.
2: Yeah, definitely wasn't one of the most prominent announcements that they made at any point.
0: Yeah, because it came out when they did the huge website revamp Mm -hmm. a few weeks ago. And I feel like it was kind of overwhelming to figure out everything all at once. So what do you guys think of the new layout?
1: Cap, I know you have thoughts. (laughs) <laughs> well I mean honestly I feel like I don't know my thoughts are probably pretty underwhelming I don't really feel like it's a super drastic change to be honest with you I think it's just more more of a um I don't know what's the word it's like they just redid it you know what I mean mm-hmm. which is necessary mm-hmm. I don't know I don't have any any confirmed sources for for this but basically the story is that because twitch was an offshoot of Justin TV it was built on some very, I guess, messy and outdated code base. So the problem is when you take something like that and you try to add new features or you try to fix things, that's when you run into the problems. And, you know, you guys have seen this in the past where Twitch will add a new feature and then it will break or it won't work right, or it will break a hundred other things in the process. And then yeah. people have to deal with being disconnected from chat, I think, feel like was the biggest one most recently where, you know, it would just kick you out every few minutes and, you know, you'd have to wait for that welcome to the chat room. And you're like, well, what happened to the three messages I just sent? Stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. while the design is different, I feel like it's just, it's not as drastic as as people think it is. And the important thing is that it's a brand new code base. So Mm -hmm. as the site changes and evolves and grows, it can actually adapt to that as opposed to throwing something in there and sort of hoping that it works like it's intended to.
0: Yeah, so they were just like putting band-aids on stuff instead of actually yeah. fixing it. And
1: I'm not like I don't yeah. I don't blame them for that. You know, they do what they have to do. And the the biggest thing that a lot of people don't seem to understand when something breaks, and I understand that it's frustrating, but at the same time, Twitch has grown so far beyond what anyone expected it to. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's and it's it can be hard to adapt to that. You know, especially when just because you have. However, many hundreds of thousands, or maybe even millions of people visiting the site more than you expected in a certain amount of time. That doesn't mean that you immediately have the infrastructure to go in and change everything so it works better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so there there can definitely be a disconnect there. But I, overall, I'm I'm happy about it for the most part. You know, I have a couple of small complaints that most people seem to echo, like the font change. Yeah, I'm not a fan of. But really, I'm I'm happy with it, and more so, just excited to to see what they're able to do with it now that. Uh, their their code has been updated and modernized mm-hmm. and organized and all the other iced. eyes Yeah, <laughs>
2: all the eyesed. <iced. laughs> One of the biggest changes they made that I'm actually a fan of is hiding the follower count because I think that was a weird mm-hmm. standard that people were using. And yeah. we've gotten to the point on Twitch where follower count doesn't reflect concurrent viewers anymore. Mm-hmm. So regardless of that number, people are still making judgments on a channel based on it. So kind of tucking it away shows that it's not important as that concurrent number.
0: Yeah, because I know for me, like, I have way more followers on my viewer count, reflects. because back when Twitch set up their uh, auto-follow oh, yeah. thing back two years ago, I remember getting Fallout 4 got me, like, a 1,000 followers in a day from an eight-hour stream. Wow. And as far as I know, those people never unfollowed. So I was just streaming Fallout 4 and then I was vodcasting Fallout 4 and I was still getting auto follows during that because I was like, this is a broken feature. If I can get people that might hopefully come because like it auto followed them, like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. So now like I basically artificially inflated my follower count. And so I have what, like 57,000 followers or something. And like, Usually people with that have hundreds of concurrent viewers and I get like a hundred. So that's, uh, yeah.
1: My, uh, my partner was streaming Friday the 13th when they rolled that feature out and got something like four or 4,000 follows in one night. And that's in like a six hour oh stream. Oh my God. Yeah. So he's up to, wow. you know, and he's, so he's up to like, I think like 6,500 or something like that. And of course, none of those people actually showed up. Yeah. I don't know if this is just cuz I've been watching like too many conspiracy theory videos lately but <laughs> the sort of the the trend of the industry you know has sort of been going towards the follower count not really being important what's important is engagement mm-hmm. you know how how do you how can yeah. you directly connect with the people who watch you and what's what's the sort of back and forth there that's what's important that's what's marketable right and it's hmm. it's not um it's not hard to understand that rolling out a feature like this is basically just going to kill the importance of the follower count. Yeah, so I'm kind of wondering if it sure. was just like a, somebody was like, you know, if we do this, we can just sort of make that decision for everybody and mm-hmm. hopefully skew mm-hmm. the public perception because one of the biggest problems about Twitch rolling out a new feature or making a change or something like that is there's a lot of people, especially if you get on like the Twitch subreddit or if you, you know, watch Twitter replies every time they roll out a new feature, people just don't really pay attention enough to, to be up to date. About how things actually work now, people are still spouting out, you know, three-year-old information like it's like it's fact. And Mm. so, doing making you know super drastic changes like that can hopefully push people to sort of sort of update the way that they understand how things work now. I just I don't know. I yeah, think it was just really interesting timing when when we were already kind of drifting towards the the fact that follower count just doesn't matter anymore.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Well, the
2: smart thing about it is that the the decision to hide that was based on what was already happening. It's not like they're forcing a perspective change by doing that. They're mm-hmm. doing that because of the perspective change. So it's it's reflecting the way the culture is going, not impacting the culture.
0: I like that. I like that Twitch does that. I feel like Twitch, for the most part, actually listens and put that into account. I think the thing to remember with the new layout is like they're trying to do the best they can. Like no company is like. Let's piss off everybody <laughs> that uses our website and make them all mad. Like they they did what, you know, they thought was best. And yeah, and like, I remember everyone being like, ew, new Twitch, ew, new Twitch. And then a day later, nobody talked about it because everyone was already used mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even notice it at all anymore. Same with the new Twitter as of a few months ago. I remember when I got it, I was like, oh, this is terrible. And I haven't thought about it since then so
2: <laughs> good design will do that you just accept it yeah. after a while yep
0: yeah. yep yeah. it's like when facebook was still big facebook used to put out huge updates and i remember in university being like ah, i'm never using facebook again <laughs> and that would spend three hours on it that night <laughs> <laughs> but i i think i think the followers was an interesting thing i remember someone saying that some guy was like i earned all those followers and it's like Oh, you're so, you think you deserve the world, don't you?
1: (laughs) They didn't take them away from you. Yeah, they're they're still there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I wonder, did they get rid of follower count if you click on someone's name? Like if they're chatting?
1: No, it's still there.
0: Okay.
2: The weird thing I found is you can't see the amount of people that someone's following anymore. Yeah. And like who they're following.
1: I always thought that was kind of silly to... Just just in general, like, I don't understand why that was there to begin with. I get it from a viewer
2: perspective. If there's a streamer you like, then sometimes you would hop into their who they're following to see, like, who they like, because maybe you'll like them, too. Do
1: people actually Mm -hmm. do that, though? I used to. It's it's a good idea, like, in theory, I guess. But most people will be following hundreds of people, if not thousands, you know, just because, again, that was part of Twitch culture. Not so much now. But, you know, if you, like, raided somebody, for example... You would follow the person who was being raided immediately, not. Yeah. I feel like people don't do that so much anymore, which That's which is true. ultimately better. But you know, again, I just it makes sense. But at the same time, I just I don't know. I find it hard to believe that people were actually doing that on a on a regular basis. It was good from a moderator standpoint to be able to see who somebody was following. So you know, if you had somebody who was super trolly coming in, but you weren't sure if. They were an actual person or sort of like the same person who you just banned 30 seconds ago under mm-hmm. a different account. So a lot of times they would follow each other or they would follow, you know, other trolls who did showed up previously and it was sort of a coordinated kind of event. So that was kind of nice. But beyond that, I just personally don't think I ever used the following page.
0: Yeah, I I dabbled in there a little bit, Yeah, <laughs> but I, I don't remember really why the one reason that stands out. Is I remember there was someone that I used to be fairly close with. We used to host each other quite a bit back um, a few years ago. And I noticed that they unfollowed me from Twitter and I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. So then I went to their Twitch page and they were only following like 50 people with like, like they have like tens of thousands of followers. Mm-hmm. And then I went to check their Twitter accounts, and they have like a few thousand followers and only follow like 50 people on Twitter too. So they like, for some reason, just unfollowed like everybody. I don't know if they thought it looks better if you're following less people or something, but I was like, that's kind of weird. So I, and then I like creeped and they unfollowed me on
2: Twitch too. <laughs> so then I was like,
0: well, that's fine. I'll unfollow you then. This is like the only reason I would ever use that is like- of
2: Vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah vengeance!
0: i must get my revenge my unfollow you will never notice but <laughs> yeah but no i i forgot that they hit that that's uh i don't know about that one i mentioned on the podcast a few episodes ago that someone came in and was like wow fifty-seven thousand followers and only following 300 people wtf and i was like I don't do follow for follow. I'm sorry. Right, It's like,
2: how many friends are you supposed to have? I think I follow under 200 people. It's just like, yeah, I, I can't sort through that much.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So at least it'll prevent that. <laughs> but how do you even see, besides the following tab, how do you see now who you're following? If you want to like clean out your list or something.
1: Oh, hang on. I have, there's a website that I've actually used a couple of times. <laughs> Wait, we have to use third party stuff for this now? <laughs> Well, it's just oh, it no. makes it a lot. It makes it a lot easier. Um, let me see if I can find it really quick. <laughs> um, Cap knows all. The I tools. used to follow. It's twitch.center slash unfollow. <laughs> so basically, what uh, you do is you can connect your Twitch account, and it basically gives you like super quick, like little check boxes. It loads your entire list of people you follow, and you can just go boom, 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 and unfollow as many people as you want to in a super short period of time. I think I went from eleven or twelve hundred people I was following to maybe. Four or 500 now. I'm not sure exactly what the number is.
0: Oh, yeah. This is cool. Yeah, it
1: was really nice. And it's it's stuff like that is really important. You know, you got to do what you can to sort of filter out the noise. And I I found it's quite nice to be able to go to my following page, you know, when I go to look for somebody to watch and it's not full of people who I it's like, I have no idea who you are. You know, no offense, maybe you're great. But like, why are you here? Mm -hmm. You know, and it's it's Mm -hmm. nice to sort of narrow that down. So I definitely recommend. Yeah, if you are following a lot of people, hop on over there one day and i don't know take 20 or 30 minutes and exact your vengeance in a much faster way
2: yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) there's also a snow overlay on here Mm -hmm. so you can add snow effects into your stream (laughs) (laughs) cool um yeah what do you guys think of the new uh logo
2: I don't notice too much of a difference with it, honestly. I mean, the, yeah. the, the the word logo itself is just slightly spaced differently, and it has like the has retro bottom. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it has the and it has a yeah. retro like three D kind of extruding from it. Uh, and then the glitch mm-hmm. logo is pretty much the same. So mm-hmm. it's it's not drastic yeah. enough
1: for me to really be like, oh no, my Twitch, True.
0: <laughs> my Twitch, <laughs> this is my site. <laughs>
1: it's funny i could have sworn that i had seen that before like i thought i actually thought it was an old logo i thought it was, it was like it was like some mandela effect type shit like i thought it was going crazy <laughs> so oh. i was like didn't they have this logo like five years ago but no apparently they didn't like it's just i don't know i thought it was uh it was it was kind of weird for it to look at for a second mm. but i don't Interesting. Uh, i don't i don't dislike it you know it's it says twitch
0: Mm-hmm. I was kind of sad originally because I was like, "Well, I have so much Twitch merch. Like, <laughs> now the logo is wrong and outdated." But like,
1: it's looking at
0: my merch, yeah, right. But looking at my merch, I am not like, "Ooh, that looks so different." Like, I right. don't even notice uh, a difference. They're still selling so, the old merch good. too. Oh, are they
1: with the old logo? Yep. Discount that immediately. I am. I am hoping they'll like fire sale it so I can get in there and <laughs> clean up. Yep.
0: Yeah, I am surprised they haven't.
1: On good time, I am sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Have they started the ad box below the stream yet? I know that that I don't know if that was just rumored or if it's actually coming out.
2: Yeah. So the ad thing, the way it, they showed it off was that the ad would play in the main window and then your stream would move over to the side and go right above chat so they could still see yours mm. and the ad at the same time.
0: Oh, okay. That's really cool. And it's out now?
2: I believe so. It's supposed to... uh, Let me see. I have some notes on this.
0: Nice. You're so prepared. I love it.
2: Uh, So for ads, there were a few different things that were changing. They said at TwitchCon, affiliates earn the revenue share from ads now.
0: Oh, finally.
2: Uh, Video ads are also being removed from non-affiliate and non-partner channels. So viewers know that every video ad you see on a streamer's channel supports that channel. So if you're a non-affiliate, non-partner, you'll never see video ads. So basically, as a viewer, any video ad you see on the site means somebody is getting revenue from it. That's not just Twitch. It's benefiting someone. Right. Affiliates and partners can disable the pre-roll ads now by running regular ad breaks. And then they have the picture by picture viewing, like you just said, is also being introduced on all gaming categories so that viewers don't miss any action on the stream on ad plays. And then to improve, this is a huge one. To improve quality of life, ad volume is being normalized with other content. Oh, I don't know if that means they're using your stream's volume to normalize it. Because they would have to, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what it's being compared to. So that's interesting.
0: That's so good.
2: And then uh, starting later this year, an estimated payout for ad break will be visible. So streamers know what they may earn before they run them. So you can see like how much you make from an ad and maybe that makes your decision as to, maybe I'm not gonna run it right now. Maybe I'm gonna wait till there's more people in here and then I'll run one.
0: Mm, Cool, okay. I think there was a lot of misunderstanding with the ad break. So you run an ad and then there's no ads for a while.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: I don't think people quite understood what that meant. So can you go into that a little more?
2: I believe it's if you run a 30 second ad, there will be no pre-roll videos on your stream for the next 10 minutes. And if you do a 60-second ad, it'll be for the next 20 minutes.
0: So see, I think that's a really good thing. Yeah. Everyone seemed really upset about that. And I was like, I don't really understand what the the issue is. I think just they don't want streamers rolling ads because there's such a negative look on that. Yeah. But like you're saving X amount of people that are coming in. And some of those pre-roll ads are quite long. I think I've seen some that are a minute.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So if you're saving that, like that's that's pretty good. I I don't see anything wrong with
2: that. I mean, worst-case scenario when you go take a bathroom break, run exactly. like an ad or two or even if you're going to be gone for like 2 minutes, run two minutes of ads, why not? And then you're in the clear for what? Like Forty minutes or something.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Also, keep in mind that you can turn off ads for your subscribers. Mm. I don't know if affiliates can do that, yes, but I know. We can. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So just turn off ads for your subscribers, and you know if people aren't sub, sucks to be you. You got to watch an ad. Well, you could either be watching my empty chair sitting on stream. Exactly. Or you could watch an ad. Like maybe you'll find a cool Twitch or Amazon Prime show that looks really cool and then you go watch it like
2: and they'll even still get to see your empty chair because it'll be in the little corner above chat. True. So they're not missing anything
0: true yes that empty chair is very important
1: if, yeah. if you're in a gaming category <laughs> that's the one thing that i did find a little strange and i don't know how you two feel about that any category with the tag irl is considered non-games and therefore will not get the picture-by-picture ads oh interesting Mm -hmm. so you will only get the picture by picture ads if you're in a game category that i don't understand that well like
2: what's i i mean i get i get what you're saying i just don't understand why twitch would make that distinction
1: it is a little weird what they say is games naturally contain moments when the action is low that are optimal for running an ad break streamers can run ad breaks during these moments and viewers can see the stream in the muted player above chat in other categories the main experience is streamers talking to their viewers an experience like picture by picture that mutes the streams may not be an optimal viewing experience. Therefore, we are only rolling out this format for games while we experiment and determine the right experience for non gaming categories.
2: If they don't think one of my baking streams is a roller coaster of emotion,
1: <laughs> then they haven't been watching the right channels. That's a huge that's a huge conversation. Like here's the problem with that. There are categories for baking. Do you use them? Or do you use just chatting?
2: Oh, I use baking. I'm I'm one of those people who uses the right categories for the right thing. Bless you. Regardless of what's going to get me the <laughs> yeah. most exposure, I, I play by say. the rules because I get mad when other people don't. Mm. So mm-hmm. why would I be a hypocrite?
1: So I feel like categories like I'm not sure exactly what it's called. If it's uh, it's just is it just cooking? St- it's food. Okay, so food or what is it like? Make makers and crafts is another one. Um, mm-hmm. Stuff like that I feel like should also get the picture by picture ad experience but it doesn't sound like they will uh, right now which is unfortunate
0: hmm. sounds like maybe once they experiment with it they might roll it out later mm-hmm.
1: i feel there's going
2: to be some adjustment to it
0: yeah because that's weird mm-hmm. that's very weird also like i feel like me talking is less exciting than many <laughs> things that are in video <laughs> games you know
1: I'm, I, what the only thing that is, is curious to me, and there's some, there's some numbers on this. Um, if I had them handy, I would read them to you, but I'm garbage, so I don't. (laughs) No, you're not. Just chatting is by far (laughs) the largest growing category on Twitch. Oh, no doubt. So Mm -hmm. I'm curious if, I hope you can hear that. My dog is dreaming right now and he's like yelping in his (gasps)
0: sleep. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) puppy.
1: I'm wondering if this was some sort of concession to their ad providers to add oh. this picture by picture thing like maybe Twitch had to say well okay picture by picture doesn't work as well for you because something is distracting from your ads so what if we don't put them in just chatting which is our largest uh, growing category again it's just that. you know it's just a guess you know I have no I have no proof or anything of that but it's just that's mm-hmm. the thought that popped into my head when I saw this initially it was like hmm i mm-hmm. wonder if i wonder if Twitch had to sort of make a deal to to make this uh, a reality
0: yeah That's fair. Yeah. That makes sense. Again, they're just trying to do what's best for them and everyone. Mm -hmm. So there's obviously some reason behind it.
2: And they have to find their business balance too. Like they can't just do everything for us. They are trying to run a business. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. That's like when people get upset about everything. I'm like, guys, they're they're a company. Yeah, They're trying to make money. That's like what was – I'm trying to remember. Oh, damn. There's been so many situations where everyone's like – dang it, Twitch, how dare you be selfish corporation? I'm like, they're a corporation. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's what it's what businesses do.
2: Streamers need to start looking at themselves as bean counters in a factory. That's what we are to Twitch. They want to keep mm-hmm. us happy, but they want to keep us working.
0: Yep, I agree. So it's uh, it's always been funny to me. I wish I could remember an example of <laughs> when that happened, but it was like, guys, it just makes sense.
2: Yeah. Anytime Twitter explodes about anything.
0: Oh, it was with bits.
2: Oh, with bits. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. When bits came out, everyone was like, Twitch just wants a piece of the PayPal money. And I was like, yeah.
2: Yeah. And <laughs> what,
0: what's wrong with that?
2: A lot of the things they announced at TwitchCon are things that third party services were prior doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And now
2: they're doing it because you know what? Again, they took a look at the culture. What do people want? What are people doing? Hey, why aren't we making that stuff?
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, and I think Bits have been really successful and great from a streamer's perspective. Mm-hmm. Having the security of not having paybacks and stuff, or chargebacks.
2: Yeah, where's the downside?
0: Yeah, it's great.
2: <laughs> and if you don't like them, you can still donate the traditional way. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what What's it hurting to add features?
0: Exactly. It's funny. So what do you guys think about the Founders Badge?
2: Oh, right. I guess if
0: you guys don't know, um, Founders Badge is basically first... 25 subs in a partnered stream and first five subs in an affiliate stream? 10. 10. Okay. So you get a little one beside your name if you're one of the OG subs, which is pretty cool.
2: I feel guilty about the one that I have is because (laughs) I I was the first sub to somebody's channel with like my Twitch Prime as soon as they got partnered and then I haven't been a sub since. Like I was just doing it because I was there at the right time. Mm Mm-hmm. And now I have the ability to have this badge and now I just feel bad. <laughs> that's that's I don't think you should feel bad.
0: You supported someone when they were starting out. That's cool. I did,
2: but one of their more loyal viewers, I feel like, should have that. Am I allowed to pass that on to somebody? Like That would be I cool would. if you
0: could. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the question. Someone in my chat, I don't know if Kribble ever listens to this, but he deleted his account that he was a founder with. And now, oh. so I don't know if it's the first twenty six people that were subbed, or if only twenty four people have it now. Because it should it be the first
1: twenty six. Yeah, yeah. Is it okay? Yep.
0: That's cool. So someone else managed to get one then. That's nice.
1: I yeah, like someone that. made the cut.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's cool. But I know people were saying that it makes them feel like they're less worthy because they weren't some of the first few people and. The stream and they don't know the founders badge and I was like, don't feel like that at all. Like just because you weren't here three years ago doesn't make you less special.
2: Yeah, <laughs> just work harder now and make up for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> donate twenty thousand bits right now.
2: <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll write you a founders badge and mail it to you.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But do you guys see any negatives? Because I just I saw it when I was for a walk on Twitter, and I was like, "That's so cool," and I got really excited.
2: I think it would only be like you said; it makes some people feel guilty, or Mm -hmm. like weird that they are not one. But
1: again, like I don't know, are streamers able to turn them off?
3: Um,
2: I don't believe
1: so. The viewers can turn them off on their end. Okay. But they can only turn them off site wide. You can't turn them off like per channel.
2: Because that would be the only thing that I would want with it is if a streamer is like it's causing some weird stuff in my stream, I'd like to turn it off. That'd be the only thing I'd want them to change.
0: That would be nice. I'm looking at dashboard right now and I don't see it.
2: Yeah, I don't think there is a way, but
1: No.
0: But yeah, that's interesting.
1: I feel like in in a world where a lot of streamers are struggling with not retaining some of their oldest viewers which which i'm sure you know we've we've all been through um mm-hmm. i think it's i think it's a neat little addition you know mm-hmm. it still sort of helps provide recognition to those people that may not be able to be around anymore for whatever reason maybe they'll pop back in and say hi and you know yeah. share some some nice warm fuzzy memories with you i don't know i just i think it's i think it's cool
0: i agree yeah i like that there was a notification too, being like you got a founder's badge in this person's stream because mm-hmm. then Say you hadn't been in their stream for like a year, you could be like, "Oh my god, I forgot about Mup Garden. I'm gonna go say hey." Mm-hmm. Like, it could, you know, bring back some of those old people. I saw someone who I I think they lurk; they don't really chat much. At least I don't know if they ever pop by, but they came in with their founders badge, and it was like, "Holy crap, you have a founders badge!" It's so exciting. Um, so, like, it's exciting for me too. Maybe it's just me, but <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, it's just it's just fun, you know. It's, it's- yeah. I understand why it might make some people uncomfortable. I personally have a tough time sympathizing with that. If that's a word, just because again, (laughs) like, you know what the intent of that feature is. It's not to make Mm -hmm. anyone feel bad. It's to provide some recognition for the people that, you know, were there at the beginning and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. I think it's, I think it's dope.
0: I agree. Yeah. Those people helped you start up your stream. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's worth recognizing because that's, When you first get your sub button, that's when you're, it's when you need the support the most, really, because you're just starting. So it's cool. Yeah. I dig it. (laughs) Yeah. Another one, speaking of finding things on the dashboard, apparently I have not switched to the new dashboard yet because I will push off change for as long as possible. But have you guys switched to the new dashboard for your Mm -hmm. channels? I like it. Yeah, it's good. Mm Mm-hmm. They say it's easier to figure out stuff on it, right?
2: And it's customizable, too. So one of the biggest features of it is the fact that you have a side that's full of quick actions. And you Mm. can set those to be whatever you want. So say you do regularly run like 30-second ads. You can put a button there for that. So it's just a one-click button. Boom, Ah. done. If you want to do a one-minute ad, you can do that there. You can do raids right from that now. So if you click on the raid button, it'll show all the people you're following that are online. You can choose someone from there to do a raid. So there's actually a lot of nice, like wow. easy things in there.
0: That's really cool, actually. Yeah. It saves you a step from going and like scrolling down the page. Yeah, exactly. Now always copy paste the URL and then take out the <laughs> Twitch part because I'm worried on this type. So, yep. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but yeah, and then there's going to be a new mod dashboard. I haven't checked that out at all. I don't know if it's out yet.
1: I don't believe so. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. It will begin rolling out next
2: spring. Ah.
0: How do you know all this?
2: I wrote it all down.
0: Wow. <laughs> like, where did you research it? I don't
2: The two Twitch blog posts that they put oh, up.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. a bad, bad Twitcher. I don't...
2: I'm a podcast <laughs> I don't prepper. I have plenty of experience.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's totally fair. Is there like an image preview? Does it look cool?
2: I don't think they've actually shown an image, have they, they?
1: They showed it off during the 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 keynote. I'll see so if it's I'm on the board sure that now. there's okay. there's some stuff.
0: Right. I didn't watch the keynote again. Bad Twitcher. <gasps> Gasp. <laughs> I forget what I was doing TwitchCon weekend. Oh, it was my friends housewarming, friends giving. So
2: Oh, there is an image.
0: <laughs> cool.
2: So there are channel tools that you can bring up on the far right. Uh, that have some additional stuff it shows chat it gives you tools ways to turn on subscriber only emote only all those general things that you would normally have but they're more readily accessible right. there is an auto mod queue so as things get caught by the auto mod you can just hit allow or deny right as they pop up and that way they're not just getting pulled up in chat they actually mm-hmm. get moved over to a side where you can easily access it and then if oh the one of the other cool ones too is for just your mods as in general, there's a mod actions column as well. So as mods take actions, it populates that so that mods can see what other mods are doing. And mm-hmm. that way you have a list of all the actions that have kind of been taken over the course of a stream.
0: Okay. Cool. So is that like say you're a mod in the geek generation, you go twitch.t slash the geek generation. Mm-hmm does that come up next to it? Or is it like the Geek Generation slash dashboard?
2: I think it's the same. And I think there's just gonna be a button that says like switch to mm-hmm. mod view.
0: Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. Cool.
2: <laughs> hey, the more tools the better, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't have auto mod turned on.
2: <laughs> no? No.
0: <laughs> I like, cause when it first came out, it was delaying chat. I think you mm-hmm. can set it now. I don't know if it was always available. But it was like you would chat something and then one second later it would go through. And that really bothered me. So I was like, I'm not gonna make my viewers deal with that.
2: Yeah, you can set the sensitivity of it now. Every now and then okay. auto mod catches something for me. Yeah. But most of the time it's not something I would care about anyway. But when mm-hmm. you don't have when you don't have a ton of active mods, it's actually kind of useful.
0: Yeah. That's fair. And if you don't click on anything on it, does it just uh
2: It'll just not appear. It'll appear to you, but not to anyone else. Yeah, I'll just kind of get lost in the mix. Hmm. Cool. Yeah.
0: That's neat. That's all the new things I thought of. I kind of was, over the last few weeks, making notes of it. So I don't know if you guys have anything else that's been cool, but...
2: Uh, If you want, I can go over all the things that they announced at TwitchCon. (laughs) Yeah, The rest of them. Do
0: it. Like I said, I didn't watch any, so...
2: No, no, that's fine. (laughs) Uh, So one of the things they announced was Twitch Studio which is streaming software being made by Twitch now. So Ooh. not not OBS, not like XSplit. They're making their own. And it's supposed to make it easier for new creators to get started with guided setup, easy to use templates for customization, a built-in activity feed, chat, and alerts so they can connect with their audience while they stream. And it will be available. Some people have been testing it out, but it will be available to everybody in November.
0: Hmm, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that kind of cuts out the middleman OBS, which, like, OBS very rarely has problems, but cool to have something, like, direct like that.
2: Yeah, I think it's intended to be kind of an entry-level streaming software, Mm -hmm. because even XSplit has a bit of a learning curve, and then OBS has a much larger one. But then uh, this, I think, is really just supposed to make make it super easy, even easier than, like, Slob's
0: slobs i love that word slobs <laughs> slobs
2: cap i don't know if you know more about like the infrastructure that if they built it on anything or if
1: it's just like really their own thing uh the only thing i know is that they've said specifically that it's not like a fork of obs it's okay. built from hm. the ground up it's their own their own thing
0: cool that'll be neat so i bet that'll cut out Streamlabs, then eh? And whatever else people use for alerts now, stream elements, Hmm. I guess. Yeah. Because it said if alerts are there, you probably just.
2: Although I wonder what would trigger them
1: because if Mm. people would donate, like where would that go?
0: True.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Like you're still going to need to use a a third party. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Alert service. True. True. Yeah. Maybe for like follows and all the Twitch services like bits and stuff. Mm. It can be there, but.
2: That's true. Maybe it's a way to discourage some of those third-party services. Yeah. God, I hope that's that that, that's be. not the direction they would go. I hope not either. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm a Streamlabs all-star. I gotta wear my sweater with
2: pride. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are changes coming to the channel pages, which some of them are actually pretty exciting. So they're being redesigned to both enhance the user experience and give streamers more ways to express themselves. Rolling out later next year, so this is still a ways off. It includes the ability to create a channel trailer, which I think is phenomenal, Uh, publish stream schedules, and provide more detail to help new viewers get to know you and your channel. So the way, what they see when they first go to your channel will be a little different. I think the trailer's idea is similar to like what YouTube does, where you can choose one video for like new people to see all the time. And then I don't know where they would put that organizationally, if it would go like below your stream or... But I still love the idea of being able to make something to kind of introduce yourself to new
1: people.
0: Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Instead of just a picture. Yeah. There when you're offline. Cool.
1: And I believe they're also building in like um, you can set your schedule. Yep. And that'll be on the same page as well, which is kind of nice.
2: Because people are using extensions for that mostly now. Mm. So again, another third party thing that they're integrating because people have just been using them so much anyway.
0: I hope it shows the time in your current time zone because that's what I really like about I think it's the stream labs time yeah. thing like if you're on Australia even though I start at nine it'll show whatever time that is in your time that I'm starting at that time which is really cool
2: that's so mm-hmm. important for internet culture in general mm-hmm. there's even just regular scheduling with anybody like your friends and stuff if you're not in the same time zone it's a hassle
0: yeah. Yeah. How do you stop by my stream today? And he was like, what time zone are you?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that's important. I always forget. Right. Because <laughs> I feel like so many of my Internet friends are in EST.
2: Most so of mine are as well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which is weird how that works. Mm-hmm. But yeah. <laughs> cool. What else?
2: Another one is one that's already been used and you might have seen it in some channels already, which is the channel points, which, again, another third party thing that they've Mm. introduced I used to love Revlo I don't know if you guys use that Mm -hmm. at all back in the day Revlo was a third-party way to keep track of channel points and it was just really user-friendly and adding rewards and stuff was super easy the alerts were great I loved it and then I guess they just lost funding or whatever and discontinued oh was that the
0: one that was like just really white yeah like like just like a big white box with black font
1: it was like yeah and it had. It they was had, like, really beard, hard on the eyes beard, <laughs> <banana or> something.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah okay
1: twitch actually bought them if i remember correctly
2: yeah yeah so it's the people that had created revlo are the ones actually building the channel point system for twitch now so we're getting a lot of that same know-how back into it so okay. uh customizable channel specific program for affiliates and partners That rewards loyal members of their community viewers earn points for things they're already doing which are basically watching the channel and uh can redeem them for rewards like unlocking tier one emotes so let's say you can't afford to subscribe to somebody if you just watch long enough you can unlock an emote and feel like part of that group so i I think that's kind of nice
0: do you Mm -hmm. know how long the unlock lasts
1: 24
2: hours
0: okay Pretty cool.
2: Yeah. And you can choose, you can set different amounts for choosing a specific emote or a, maybe a lesser one for just a random one. And they get a random emote for 24 hours.
0: Right. And I believe the streamer gets to pick what people can pick, right?
2: Yes. So okay. um, you can do things like highlight a message. Like let's say you have a really busy active chat. If someone's watching long enough, they can have their message highlighted so it stands out more to the streamer. Uh, and then any rewards you want to customize, basically. They're currently available in a limited amount of channels. They'll be available to all affiliates and partners in January of twenty twenty. Cool. So just a couple months away.
0: One thing to note with that is you can't give away physical things mm-hmm. with it. Like for me, I give away like a t-shirt every month at my giveaways. Right. Um, you can't do like physical stuff like that. It has to be like on Twitch.
2: Yeah. So
0: yeah. I don't have it yet, but
2: some of the things are kind of fun. Like I saw one thing where it's literally just put sunglasses on an emote. Oh yeah. Like, that's fun. Why not? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ghost pants in my chat is like, I really want to put sunglasses on the mop cool emote, which I already is
3: sunglasses. <laughs> <Double> <laughs> it <up>. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> is that 24 hours too? Do you know?
2: Probably. I feel like most yeah. of them are kind of short term things like that. Yeah. And that's fine because then it's an incentive to keep refreshing and like get new mm, points true. and all that. But I, I always felt when I was using Revlo, I was getting more consistent, loyal viewers, because people felt like they were earning something just by mm-hmm. being there. Right. Yep.
0: Well, that's why I, um, years ago, I started doing this giveaway every last day of the month. I do a giveaway mm-hmm. and I'm still doing it because back then it was like, Hey, earn, we call them bunnies, Yeah. earn bunnies by being in the chat. And then you can earn like games and stuff at the end of the month. That's, it's pretty cool. So it's like my way of bribing people to <laughs> to stick around and did uh you know for the most part i the think the word it- is
2: rewarding <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah no rob it's bribing yeah that too. <laughs> <laughs> also back in the i started giving people five bunnies if they were there before a stream oh yeah because back in the day not everybody could have quality options mm-hmm. but if you had x oh. amount of people in your stream before it started then you might get quality options. So it was like, get more people here in the beginning. And now we still do it just because, why not? Tradition. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Uh, They added to the iOS app for Twitch that now people can sub through that where they couldn't before. It works a little bit differently. Instead of just paying for a sub, you have to buy tokens through the app and then you would use those sub tokens to sub to channels. And I don't know why they do it that way because I've used a lot of apps that, you can do auto renews to sub to someone that way, but you can buy enough tokens to sub for like up to 12 months if you want.
0: So you buy tokens on the Twitch app and then spend them?
2: And then you use a token. So like you would buy one sub token and use that one sub token to sub to somebody for a month. Oh. But it's also, it should be noted that it costs a dollar more to sub to somebody on iOS to offset the Apple costs.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I feel like the the token system is a way to sort of mitigate that a little bit. Yeah. Hmm
0: interesting yeah i've never said someone on mobile I'm
1: like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> too much hassle i
2: rarely even yeah. watch on mobile yeah it's very infrequent
0: yeah it's the app is not bad but it's not great
2: so. it's just not as much fun to chat
0: yeah because it has to like cover up part of the video i think so, yeah right yeah it's a pain yep
2: <laughs> uh interactive polls are being implemented to give affiliates and partners a way to ask their community a question that's integrated directly into chat Everyone can vote and see results in real time with a click or tap of a button. So it's kind of like the straw Mm. poll idea where it'll show up Mm -hmm. at the top of your chat. But now it's just a part of Twitch. You don't need to do another third party thing again.
0: That's cool. Yeah. I like that because I do votes for what game to play quite often. Mm. Oh, it's a good, good way to do that.
2: Another one. This isn't a super exciting feature, but for people that love bits, you can now set an auto refill. So when your bits get to a certain amount, it'll buy up to whatever amount you wanted to have in your storage.
0: Dangerous. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Keep spending those bits.
0: Oh my God. That would be very dangerous for me. It's like Starbucks auto renew on your Starbucks card.
2: You, like- <laughs>
0: <laughs> you never realize how much you're spending.
2: I don't think I've ever actually purchased. but Oh no, I, I did when they did a- an offer. Like, get double the bits for the first time you purchase. I did something like that, but aside from that, I clean up and add bits really.
0: Mm -hmm. That's the way to do it. It is. I every time there's a sale, like, I know it's been like 2400 bits for 24.99. I'm always like, okay, sure, Mm. the sales get me, but otherwise, I never buy bits. I'd rather just sub to people.
1: I think it'll be nice, people will probably take more advantage of that than they think. Once those polls start rolling out, especially because with the polls, you can you can use bits to vote again, basically, to sort of like sway the. Ooh. Oh, you can. Mm-hmm.
2: So I used to use a third party extension for that as well, because when we were doing wheel, I would in between rounds put up a poll and have people be able to vote on who they think is going to win the next game with bits, which I will absolutely do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when this starts happening.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. I mm-hmm. really like that. Kind of like an easy sell-out way without really selling out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Huh. that's really, really neat.
2: The uh, last new feature on here is actually a really cool one, I think, which is called the Hype Train. And the Hype Train is a new way for fans to combine bits, subs, and gifted subs to unlock celebrations and emote rewards. This feature will arrive later this year. But that's pretty much all they've said about it so far. So that's another thing that would appear above chat and i don't know if we set what the hype train will be at for like it's a hundred percentage it basically creates a percentage bar i think after so many people oh. do bits or subs and then it encourages people to kind of keep that progress bar going and if it reaches a 100 percent, it says celebrations and email rewards i don't know exactly what that means but hmm. it's incentives
0: interesting I hope it's like something on Twitch because I'm horrible at coming up with reward ideas.
1: Mm. <laughs> Those are all the new features.
0: Kind of cool. What do you think, Howdy? You're smiling.
1: Um, I don't know. The hype train <laughs> is kind of weird to me. I I would want to see it in practice. I just I don't know. It feels something stuff like that feels very artificial to me. Mm-hmm. It's just like oh my god, guys, we got a hype train sub right now. It's just yeah. it's just weird to me. But I mean, I like I like you know the options are nice. It feels like something that's, again,
2: organic, though. I feel like people do that already. Like, sub-trains kind of just sprout out on their own, so mm-hmm. why not have a visual representation to show it? I suppose, yeah.
0: I think it's the same kind of thing as the the bit boss thing, mm. um, where, like, how does it work? I think you set it to whatever, and then the more bits people give, it, like, battles out the boss, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you become the bit boss, and then people can, like, battle that guy with more bits or something. Is that how it works?
2: I think the only difference is that the Bit Boss stays on your screen and it doesn't like go down after a certain amount of time or anything. Right. But ah. I think the hype train comes up and it's like, okay, this is a limited window. Everybody has to do their bits and subs and gift subs now or else it goes away.
0: Oh, so it like triggers when something exciting happens?
2: I believe so. Mm.
0: Ah, okay, that's kind of cool.
2: And I don't think it would be every time. I think it would be like, I'm speculating here. I don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. I would assume it would be after like a certain amount of things happen within a certain amount of time organically, and then it just kind of right. pops up and is like, "Hey, you've activated the hype train." Cool. Yeah.
0: All aboard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, you're already prepared for it. Yeah, Perfect. I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> so there were there were a couple of um, a couple of features that Twitch is removing as well. Mm. so starting november 12th uh viewers will no longer be able to comment on vods oh right oh
2: yeah that's going away get rid of that please i i would for channels that i mod i would get those
1: pop-ups all the time Mm. they're so annoying
0: nobody cares what you comment on a vod
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i mean see i would i would actually there's no good way to execute it is the biggest problem like if somebody's watching a vod and they leave a comment on it i would want to go in and reply to them but like it's oh, that's, that's not it's not set up that way right you know it's sort of just like speaking into a void and it's just it's really strange and
0: yeah nobody ever sees it except for the mods mm-hmm. or the streamer i've been yeah.
1: tempted to comment
2: on mods and i was like wait why <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh yeah, yeah i had um i have a, a twitch staff who i speak to every now and then and he basically said that that nobody used it and it's just too much it's just too much overhead to maintain which actually surprised mm-hmm. me i'm not like a web dev or anything like that so um, it's hard for me to get a good perspective on it, but it was apparently just just way too much. Hmm. So, getting rid of that uh, chat rooms will be discontinued on October thirtieth. Nobody uses those sense. either, huh? Yeah, yeah. I've seen like one decent implementation of it, which was uh, like a spoiler chat.
2: Yeah, that's the only thing I could have thought of. Oh.
1: So somebody's playing a game that, you know, people have already played and they want to talk about like what's coming up in the game without spoiling for the streamer. They can go into like a separate chat room and, and talk about it. But That's overall, really it, just, it just wasn't really a, a widely used feature. So those are going away.
0: I think I'd get FOMO. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, same. I, I, I feel you. I will I will pop into like the spoiler chats every now and then, even if I haven't played the game either. And like, I want to see what's going to happen organically. I'm still just like, what are they talking yeah. about in there? Too curious. Yeah, Happening. you're like, the chat got really quiet.
0: The, the spoiler one must be popping off.
1: Yeah. <laughs> also, premieres are being
2: discontinued on November 12th. Oh, that's kind of a bummer. I was thinking it- of using those. Yeah.
0: I kind of like premieres. That's too bad. I, I use them for days that I'm taking off. I like pre-record a, a playthrough and then premiere it so that there's something for people to watch. So that's too bad.
1: Yeah. What's changing though? Um, and I've, I don't think I've ever used premieres, but really the, the big selling point was it notifies people when you start it. Right. Mm-hmm. But that also happens if you go live with a, it's just like a normal replay, which you could add your uploads to. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm missing something there. Oh, can you? I, th- I think so.
0: You can add them in after uh, a thing. I think I saw something like, how did they word it? Premieres. I think it's just on the dashboard. As of November 12th, you will no longer be able to schedule or broadcast premieres. Premieres scheduled after this date will be converted into unpublished uploads.
1: Past premieres
0: will also be recategorized as uploads.
1: I guess that's the thing. So premieres wouldn't show up as visible videos until they premiered. So you could sort of like upload something and have it ready to go. So I guess
2: Mm, that kind of bums me out because, yeah, I know you do that all the time when you take a day off and you have Mm -hmm. like two hours of a recorded thing. And it is a good way to have, because if if you put it up there, people are going to go watch it. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to save it and have an active chat when you're not around and have it be like a stream, like I pre-recorded a stream for you guys. That's actually a really great feature that they're kind of getting rid of.
0: Yeah. I I popped in on Monday. It was Thanksgiving here and I recorded Fire Loan Sales, which like nobody would probably ever watch on Twitch and 40 viewers. I was amazed how many people were watching on premiere. So like people mildly enjoy them, I guess. I don't know. It may just be the programming again is too much. Yeah. <laughs> too much in their database or something. Mm. Interesting.
1: There's one more thing that may be worth discussing. So uh Twitch has recently made some changes to how they how they detect and remove artificial views from view counts mm. such as third party sites. So there's there's kind of a kind of a lot to go through there. Basically what they're trying to do is combat of course, you know standard view botting as well as uh, what they would call lurker communities, which I won't name any of, but I'm sure that you've seen them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, there are groups of of stream teams, which I even hesitate to call them that, of people that will basically say, "Well, I'll lurk in your stream if you lurk in my stream, and that way we'll boost our our viewer counts and hopefully, you know, records, you know, affiliate or partnership or whatever the case may be." Uh, so Twitch has made some changes on their back end to to sort of combat that. Right, which is ultimately better for everybody. There was was quite an uproar when they uh, when they announced these changes because people thought that they were discounting lurkers in the process. Which mm-hmm. I would just like to to clarify right up front, that's not the case. You can still watch a couple of streams at once. You can still mute your tabs or mute the player, and you will still count as a viewer. But if you're watching on a third party site, or if you're watching if you have several streams open at once, then you won't be counted in the uh, in the view count, which is sort of the I agree with that if you have like four
2: streams open how are you really watching any of them exactly
0: I normally once I'm done stream open up for like four or five tabs and I leave them slightly on volume and then do whatever I need to do and then I'll like go cook and leave my computer on because I want to support my friends so (laughs) I guess that's bad I don't know
2: I usually leave one maybe two up yeah kind of the same thing yeah
0: interesting okay See, I heard someone told me that if you don't type every 15 minutes, you don't count as a viewer.
2: I think that's a misconception. I Mm -hmm. really
0: hope so, because I have so many people that watch while they're at work, and they just listen. So, like, I'll be very upset if, like, my view count tanks while there's people actually viewing, Mm -hmm. but they're just not typing. So... I hope that's not the case.
2: Speaking of listening, I ran into a thing with the mobile app the other day. I don't know if you guys have run into this or even had the possibility of running into it. So I opened up the mobile app and I started play stream audio only because I wasn't using that much data. I wasn't watching it anyway. I just wanted to listen to it. And then it played fine for a while. But after like 20 to 30 minutes, it would stop every time. Oh. And I would have to just hit play again. Hmm constantly and it wasn't like i was on cell data or anything i was on wi-fi and it would just stop playing and i'd have to hit play again every now and then
0: maybe that's to avoid lurkers maybe it's like a purposeful thing from twitch maybe i don't know i never watch streams long enough on mobile to to know
1: yeah i can't say that that's ever happened to me at least not lately Uh, so
0: okay maybe it's just your phone buy a new phone (laughs) (laughs) phone, (laughs) (laughs) it's a good excuse yep (laughs) for an update (laughs) or an upgrade (laughs) yeah that's that's interesting because i know there's a lot of people that do kind of sketchy things to try to obtain partners Mm -hmm. so yeah hopefully that uh that helps balance that we'll see (laughs) yeah
1: and it's like i think the thing that tends to frustrate me the most is when somebody does achieve a certain milestone through these tactics i Mm -hmm. i know somebody who uh, achieved partnership in part to uh, having an embed on a third party site mm-hmm. which means that nobody was nobody was chatting you know maybe some people went over to the stream maybe they didn't it's hard to say but basically their stream was playing on another website oh. so every so whatever traffic this website got re- was reflected in their viewer count and then fast forward to now they're having problems where I wouldn't even say that they're having problem. their Their view account is much lower, and they're frustrated by it, and they don't understand why, and they think that there's some sort of problem, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like they're doing something wrong, and that's and that's not really the case. You know, with the the case is that your viewer account was significantly inflated artificially. I've seen that mm-hmm. happen with a few people. That's the problem, and so it so it something like this will not only help. Streamers, when they're trying to pursue like new opportunities, like a sponsorship or something like that, St- that's stuff like this is very important for that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to get sponsored by somebody, they need accurate numbers. If mm-hmm. you want to be able to earn ad revenue and earn a decent amount of ad revenue, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if the payout did increase. Now that this change has been made, mm-hmm. we need accurate numbers. If you are trying to gauge your own success. You also need accurate numbers. You can't sit there with two or three hundred people watching, and then as soon as you get partnered and your embed or whatever you were using goes away, you're down to forty or fifty. You're yeah. gonna feel like shit.
0: Yeah, you would for sure. Yeah,
1: and so I just it's it's just it's good for everybody, and I'm looking forward hmm. to to seeing sort of how this affects things like that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Because I remember there was one time where I got hosted on some like Counter Strike website. And all of a sudden, I was up to like eight hundred viewers or something, and all these people were coming and being like, "Hey, what's up?" And I was like, "What the hell is happening?" <laughs> I thought I was getting viewbotted, but I was just on this website. So, like, imagine that happened every day, and you thought you had eight hundred viewers, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, that just stops.
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> it'd be terrible.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It'd be so sad. So, hmm, very, very interesting. What would you say your favorite new feature is?
2: I'm very happy that the the loyalty points are coming in. Right. Just because, like I said, I was such a huge fan of using Revlo. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like it's a feature that the viewers really enjoyed. It was beneficial for me because it was incentive for them to stick around. And they were like, oh, cool. We're getting stuff just for watching. So, like, everybody was happy. There was no downside to it. So I'm very
1: excited to see them bring that in.
0: Yeah. Cool. What about you, Howdy?
1: I would agree, honestly. I think forward-facing the loyalty points are probably the coolest thing. You know, I do also just appreciate the fact that, you know, we have a new code base, a new sort of platform, so that we know mm-hmm. that things are going to be more reliable. You know, when they add new features, they're not going to break. When the site grows, which it still is, mm-hmm. absolutely. ideally, they're not going to break, I should say. You know, you never know, I guess. <laughs> <but> like- <laughs>
0: There's one thing that's been happening since the update where sub badges keep disappearing on and off. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm sure by the time this is out, they'll have it fixed. Mm -hmm. But like every day, all of a sudden, everyone will be unsubbed. And I'm like, (laughs) why? Everybody unsubbed for me. And then I'm like, oh, wait, it's fine. (laughs) Oh, I
2: remember the day recently when everyone had zero viewers. That was terrifying. Oh, yeah.
0: Though it made me really happy because sometimes I'm scrolling down the raid list and I like see someone at like 80 viewers. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to raid them. But I rated someone that's normally like at the bottom mm. and I otherwise wouldn't have seen them. And I was really happy that I didn't get distracted before I got to there. What there's one more channel. number
2: to hide. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So true. Yeah, that was that was alright. <laughs> it was weird, but alright. Yeah, cool. I think we covered it all, except the font. That font, I guess. <laughs>
3: the font my eyes are used to
0: it now but yeah and the underscores some people have double underscores in their Mm -hmm. name and instead of just being a long line they're like all separated by a big space and it Mm -hmm. bothers me (laughs) don't like such a simple little thing but yeah but it's fine i think because like for the last five years we've been seeing the exact same font and then all of a sudden it's changed. My brain was like, what is going on?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I find it legitimately hard to read. I changed it with, the, you can change it with better Twitch TV. So I changed it back to the old font.
0: Oh, that's a good idea. They'll
1: never take away our third party system.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man, BT TV is so good. So good. Also, so many people don't know about better Twitch TV. So just a quick plug for that. It's a free extension. What else is there to say?
2: Firefox Chrome basically gives you a whole bunch of features that Twitch has not yet implemented, but has taken from in the past and still might in the future. Twitch, (laughs) Twitch, please put that host button on people's channels. That is my Mm. favorite better Twitch TV thing that I don't have to go back to my own channel and type it in.
0: It's so good. Because then
2: I can hit host on the channel that I'm actually watching. Mm
0: -hmm. It's so good. Also, there's so many people that are like newer and... Like, if I'm getting hosted, I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you. And they're like, wait, how do I host you? And then you have to explain, like, oh, yeah, open a tab, go to your channel. And they're like, well, how do I get to my channel? So, (laughs) yeah, BTTV. And then you get emotes.
1: It's much easier on mobile, too, the hosting thing. I'm surprised they haven't, like, just added it to the share button, at least, Mm -hmm. on the, the player page. Yeah,
0: yeah. I remember back when I first started streaming, I had no idea about BTTV, and I kept seeing everyone typing, like, sour, please, and feels bad, man. <laughs> Same. And, yeah, I was like, what is this weird lingo? Yep. <laughs> I'm like, what is this sour, please? I don't understand. <laughs> I thought they were, like, asking me for something, like, <laughs> more sour, please. In fairness,
2: <laughs> I'm still the person who's like, I don't know what half of these emotes mean that people are using. <laughs> so, and they're, like, default Twitch emotes, and I'm just clueless still, so...
0: Yeah, there's too many. Yep. At this point, <laughs> cool. Well, anything exciting coming up in the future for you guys that you want to plug for your channels or anything? Not a thing. Not a thing.
1: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Any cool I, games uh, coming up? Uh, oh, um, nothing specific. Just like real talk. I don't stream that much. Uh, the okay. the team stuff takes up most of my time. So usually when I do stream, mm. though, it's something like really oddball that has at least a 50% chance of me getting banned because games in the 90s were a little bit sketch. A <laughs> little risque. Um, yeah, so if so if that sounds exciting to you, come on down.
0: Sounds exciting to me.
1: I would say more so go to twitch.tv slash team slash RVTT, RVDT, which is the Retro Variety Dream Team, which is a team that I manage. There's lots of good people there playing games that you might remember from 100 years ago or something. Cool. Or maybe you've never seen before. Lots, lots of good people over there. So that's, that's what I would plug. Let's go check out the Retro Variety Dream team.
0: That's awesome. Cool. You don't do a podcast, do you?
1: Uh, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 that's, that's an interesting question. <laughs>
0: uh, got you. Grow the generation. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I make semi regular appearances on the deep dive with uh, Pumpkin Berry, which, oh, okay. I think is coming back soon. Oh,
0: right. Yes. I knew about that. I listened to your one talking about, Brothers a Tale of Two Sons I think. Mm-hmm. I think that was with you.
1: Yeah, and that Everly, was, yeah. That was me and Everly actually. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I listened to that one.
1: But yeah, <laughs> we we just very very deep conversations about uh, you know, various games and what they mean and symbolism and how they how they relate to our own personal experiences and it's 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 really cool and pretty unique. So that's that's worth checking out as well, of course.
0: Awesome. And PB's in it. Everyone mm-hmm. loves PB. <laughs> Rob
1: Uh, yeah, so last
2: time I was here, I talked about a thing that I wanted to start doing on my channel, and I've since started doing that thing, and this actually relates to Captain as well, because he's probably the most frequent person doing it, (laughs) uh, which is the community showcase, so basically, because I get offered so many game codes all the time, and I can't do everything with them, and I don't have enough time to stream as much as I want to, I make other people stream for me, so basically, I offer offer streamers a free game code from the dev, They come on my channel for two hours, play the game, and then they can take the game and do whatever they want with it after that. But that's that's how we kind of like reach an arrangement there. And that's been super fun. Captain's done it. SK's done it, who you've also heard on the podcast and a few other people have done it, too. But I'm always looking for other streamers. So if people know of me, uh, collabed with me in the past, they're welcome to do this. So if you want free games and for like only a little bit of time invested, mm-hmm. hit me up. Uh, aside from that, listen cool. to all the podcasts on the Geek Generation Network. All of them. Which you can get. Uh, <laughs> if you go to the GeekGeneration.com slash network, that's the easiest way to listen to everything. If you don't understand podcasts that much, one, I don't know how you're listening to this, but <laughs> <laughs> but if you have managed to come across this, if you go to the slash network, there is a SoundCloud playlist for every single show on the network. And you can easily listen to them all on that one page right there. So
0: Awesome. Cool. And nothing coming up for little old me. I'm just chilling.
2: There's always <laughs> stuff coming up for you. Every day it's something new and exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: You never know. Bunny strangeness. <laughs> that guy is always doing something weird. <laughs> <laughs> My bunny buster. Howdy. I don't know if you've ever seen him. Mm-hmm. He's a go. cutie. <laughs> he is. Oh man. Anyway, plug your Twitch channels and uh we'll call it uh, an evening.
1: I'm at uh, twitch.tv slash Cap howdy. It's C-A-P-T-H-O-W-D-Y.
0: You have any like socials you want? Uh
1: I'm on Twitter tag? and Instagram. It's at capped twitch.
0: Cool.
2: I'm at twitch.tv slash the geek generation. Also at geek generation on Twitter or the Rob Logan on Twitter and Instagram, because I have to put the before everything. <laughs>
0: also catch him in the new batman movie 2023
2: yeah let's get that out there (laughs) and if we will it it'll happen right
0: exactly yeah just keep saying it and then (laughs) yeah done (laughs) all right well thank you guys so much for coming on i learned a lot that i didn't know about and uh it was good to get some other opinions on on that stuff so
1: this was super fun thank you Thank yeah, you. thanks
0: for coming. Hopefully, there's more positivity about changes in the future because <laughs> all the negativity around changes is sad. So,
2: change can be good and it's inevitable. Yes. Embrace it. Yes,
0: exactly. Exactly. If you're not changing, you're stagnant, which is not good.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So,
0: anyway, thank you guys so much. Have a good night.
1: Bye. You too. And bye. bye.
0: A big thank you once again to the Rob Logan, aka the Geek Generation, and Captain Howdy for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate them taking time out of their busy schedules to come on and chat about all the new stuff. I hope some of this was entertaining and enlightening to you guys. There's so many big changes coming out, and I felt like it was definitely worth committing a whole episode to it because there's just so much going on. So, thank you very much for listening. If you did enjoy and want to help support the podcast, please feel free to check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash mopgarden. A huge thank you to Ike About You and Inza and Elle for their crazy support on there. If you would like some cute bunny emotes to use all over Twitch, you can check out my Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash mopgarden. My personal Twitter and Instagram is at mopgarden. And the socials for the stream are mop just chatting. If there are any topics you would like to be covered on the podcast, please feel free to email me at justchattingpodcast at gmail.com or for any guest suggestions as well. If you could rate us on iTunes, I would really appreciate it. It helps bring some attention and awareness to the podcast as well. Thank you very much to everyone that's rated on there already. Thank you so kindly for listening and spending your day with us. I really appreciate you choosing this podcast out of all the thousands that you could have picked. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day, or night, or evening, whatever. Take care. Just Chatting as a part of the Geek Generation Network. Check out all of our fantastic podcasts at thegeekgeneration.com.